0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, to you, O Lord. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone jars, stone water jars, for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding about 100 liters. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out, and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples, and they remained there a few days. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Can't read it upside down. (laughs) Since 1941, Assumption University, the Catholic University associated with the University of Windsor, has presented the Christian Culture Series Gold Medal to a prominent individual who exemplifies Christian values in their lives. In 2021, the recipient of the gold medal was the town of LaSalle's own Luke Wilson, who is a uh, Super Bowl champion. Now this is one example of the recognition given to exemplary Christians. Another more familiar example might be the awards given to our children and our grandchildren in the, the Catholic school system. These awards are presented at school assemblies in recognition of students who share their God-given gifts. These gifts include kindness, generosity, respect, and compassion. The recognition of God-given gifts is important, especially for our children. It's an opportunity for us to um, nurture them and to celebrate the use of their gifts for for the good of others. But in the early Christian community in Corinth, there was an atmosphere of competition concerning these uh, spiritual gifts. People were not celebrating their giftedness, but rather they were categorizing them in a hierarchy of importance. The more important the spiritual gift was deemed to be, the more important the person who possessed it. And this was a great threat to their unity, and it caused a lot of problems when they came together to pray. And so today we hear part of Paul's response to this issue in our second reading, and he stresses the need for unity in the diversity of gifts and abilities. He explains that all gifts are given by the one God, the the same Spirit. So all gifts are important. This has relevance to us today because sometimes we also have our our own hierarchies of um, how we view the talents and abilities and what we admire most in people. And in other other instances, how do we equate giftedness, giftedness with divine favor? Do we sometimes believe that some people, whether it be preachers or people who pray eloquent prayers or people who have the most charisma, that they have a more direct line to God than someone who wipes down the pews after Mass or volunteers as a hospitality minister? Whether we have the gift of tongues or the gift of wisdom, the gift of piety, the gifts of carpentry and plumbing, or the gift of being a good listener. We are all important in God's plan. Sometimes now, just as in Paul's time, we can forget this truth, and then we begin to rank each other according to uh, you know, our own flawed opinions of each other's worth and utility. Just look at how the unborn and the elderly are treated in our society. Too many times ministries are destroyed by one or a few who take ownership of that ministry and believe that their contributions are more important than everyone else's. And that is a tragedy. And we must avoid that at all costs, because in the end it will cost everything. We all have different and important gifts, and we need to work together to bring about God's kingdom. Regardless of our gifts, they all come from the same God, from the same spirit. And so they are equally valued by God himself. To be gifted is not to be set apart from people, but rather it's to be a part of ministering with others to those in need. Further on in his letter, Paul goes on to explain about Uh, the analogy of the body and how all of the different parts of the body have to work together in order for the body to function properly. We can also learn from the example of Mary in our gospel today on how to succeed in recognizing and calling forth those gifts of others. Mary notices things, and so she sees that they are running out of wine. And she knows who can fix this. Whenever I read this gospel, um, I think of the saying "Mother knows best," and I have, I have this image of Jesus, you know, standing there in front of Mary, saying, "You know, woman, it's not my time." And then I see Mary uh, put up her hand in motherly authority and say to the servants, "Do whatever he tells you to do." And so, mother knows best. Am I right, moms? Yes. <laughs> Very emphatic, yes. (laughs) And so Mary recognizes who to go to, Jesus. And why? Well, because He's God, but He is so infinitely, infinitely generous to us, to a fault. And so she knows that He will respond when asked. Are we aware of the gifts of the people around us? the abilities, the, the abilities and, and can we discern how those abilities can be used to help others? There's nothing more satisfying than to be a part of a ministry where everyone is able to use their gifts equally. It's beautiful. When I hear people say, you know, it's not about me, it's about those I serve, and then they go out and they put that into action. I know that the hand of God is working through those people. We have many stories of faithful ministry within our family of parishes. So many of you are committed. You know, you commit your time, your, your treasure, your gifts to, to help those around us. And I'm so grateful to be a witness to all of that. But there's always more to do, isn't there? And we need more workers in God's vineyard. And so today I ask you just to ponder those abilities of Mary, the ability to notice a need, to recognize the gifts in others and how they can be used, and to call forth those gifts, not only in ourselves but in all of those people around us. And let us also take Mary's example of trust and confidence in the Lord, that He will guide us in our works of love, mercy, and justice. There are many gifts, but only one Spirit gives them. May we strive to continue God's work in our faith communities and in our communities beyond these walls and find ever new creative ways to heal and to serve and to comfort those who need our help the most. And just remember, together, In unity, we will make an incredible difference.